Blog Talk Radio. Trump's band is licensed to. 
inspectors spent two days touring the facility in October, ultimately determining that workers experienced high turnover, pay at or below China's minimum wage, and excessive work hours. They were all they also were not receiving legally mandated pensions, medical or housing benefits, and received only five days of paid leave per year with some exceptions. Average urban manufacturing jobs paid workers about twice as much as the jobs in which Trump fashion had been produced. Since accepting a position as an official advisor to her father's administration, Ivanka Trump has made some attempts to adjust her involvement with her multi-million dollar namesake brand to limit her conflicts of interest. Clothes from the Trump brand are primarily produced in China. G3 has been audited seven times since 2007 by the Fair Labor Association in locations across China, India, and Pakistan in partners with brands like Calvin Klein, Donna Karen, and Carl Langefeld, along with Ivanka Trump. Net sales for the Ivanka Trump collection increased by $17.9 million during the year that ended on January 31st, G3 reported, despite widely publicized boycotts. So they're making a lot of money. 62 bucks a week. Oh, and she's so interested in the rights of women. Yeah, right. Only she the is. ones that she doesn't have to pay. Exactly. Not a hypocrite, just like Hillary she Clinton. Yeah, just like Donald Trump. Just mm. like her father. Yeah. New research discovers that depression is an allerg- allergic reaction to inflammation. Did you know that? Well, I think there's more than that to it. You think so? Mm. Well. I'm not going to get that one. For some reason. Come on. All right. So we move along. Um, the multi... The Multnomah County Republican Party released a statement that it uh, was their participation... It was their participation in the parade that drew threats. The multi... The, multi, the Multnomah County Republican Party... Okay, that's the uh, uh, annual 82nd Avenue of Roses Parade canceled due to threats of violence. Right. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. And, uh, let's see, uh, well, they got a little, got a little video there. Let's put it out. Yeah, what's this? Okay, they were reported. Yeah, I know. They're going to report it. To you. And that's in Portland, Oregon? Yeah. 82nd Avenue of Roses Parade. I don't know if that's the same. No. That's probably not the no, that's Roses pa- Parade. It's that's in Pasadena, parade California. Parade of Roses, yeah. This is just some... Uh, this is in Oregon. <laughs> Carnival. No. 
The only reason it caught anybody's attention because it was called Parade of Roses Avenue. Yeah. Since the rise of the Nazi party, teachers that wrote the fascism begins with armed gangs and thugs and so on. That's I guess I guess they're having a problem there.
The conclusion has been the consensus of the U.S. emergency and public health establishments for years, though national, state, local, and governments generally have been less than aggressive about putting the word out to the public. Officials of the Federal Emergency Management Agency and Department of Homeland Security say the nuclear safety directives are available, including online at ready.gov, but they have not broadcast them more widely. Asked about spreading the word beyond the website, a FEMA spokesperson, uh, a FEMA... Spokesperson uh, emailed a terrorist response. Hmm. At this time, uh, there are no specific plans to do any messaging on this topic. Right. Yeah, remember when we had to get under our chairs? Uh-huh. Part of the reluctance, or reticence rather, has been out of a fear of alarming the public, and part uh, has been an attempt at balancing educa uh, to balance education about radiation safety with other messages about threats like earthquakes, hurricanes, and floods the academics who advise the government. There's a lot of fatalism on this subject. The feeling that there will be untold death and destruction is nothing to be done, said Erin Redliner, director of Columbia University's National Center for Disaster Preparedness. But the thing that is frustrating for me is that with some very simple public messaging, we could save hundreds of thousands of lives in a nuclear detonation. Duck and cover drills, a thing of the past. Brooke Budmeyer, a nationally recognized uh, expert on nuclear disaster preparedness from Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, said the following the 9-11 attacks, Americans may have suffered a kind of preparedness fatigue. There was no such information that came out altogether, Bud Meyer said, but then it's kind of hard to fit information about nuclear terrorism in with warnings about earthquakes, hurricanes, and wildfires, and all other emergencies that happen on a regular basis. The last time that a threat of imminent nuclear attack gripped the American consciousness, John Kennedy was in the White House, but duck and cover drills soon became a thing of the past, and at-home fallout shelters are a rarity. Local government uh, governments abandoned the mass public shelters they built during the Cold War, and parking garages beneath the uh, Los Angeles Civic Center and a subterranean vault beneath the Seattle Freeway overpass are no longer designated as safe zones for a retreating public. While North Korea, Korean provocations have received the most attention in recent weeks, uh, government officials remain at least as concerned about the possibility of an attack by terrorists uh, other than non-state actors in these scenarios. A nuclear device might be secreted into a ship or some other delivery device and exploded at ground level. The largest nuclear blast would create a fireball a mile in diameter and uh, 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 temperatures as hot as the surface of the sun, following quickly by winds create greater than the force of a hurricane. And according to the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, North Korea's past nuclear tests have been far smaller, with the largest an estimated 10 kilotons, less than either of the atomic bombs used in Japan in World War II. However, the radioactive uh, fallout would be carried for miles by the jet stream and the, and the uh, surface winds. While little might be done for immediate blast victims, uh, researchers say that the public response will be crucial. Resistance, the instinct to run for the hills, 
Um, referring to the Fed's proactive approach uh, at the local level. So what they're saying is, if we get hit by a nuclear weapon, the one thing is the stay the, covered. Uh, uh, it's it's actually K I K Y A K Y A G B K Y A G B is 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 the plan. Kiss your ass goodbye. No, that isn't what they're yeah, saying. Over, kiss no, your that ass isn't goodbye. what they're saying at all. That's the way, that's they're, what saying, it is. they're saying <laughs> that uh local local towns should make plans and local yeah. states should make but, plans. But, but if, and if, you want the best thing the best thing that you can do is stay covered. They said don't go out in the open and, and don't bend over and kiss your ass goodbye because no, it's about it. That, 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 that is not what they said at no, all. I, I, I don't know about you, but that didn't sound too good to me. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to able to handle that. Well, it appears that Donald Trump signed HJR 69 into law, allowing the slaughter of Alaskan bear cubs and wolf pups. Oh, my God. This guy's got no friggin' empathy whatsoever. This is, like, sick, man. This is just so sick. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know... You didn't put it on. Put it on that part. Should have. No, you didn't. Yeah, I thought it went. No, you didn't. Okay. Playing with the picture. Okay. Navarro News. That's the name of this subject here. Says. notion 
that in recent years, concurrent with its adoption and implementation, uh, plans for predation control areas, areas, the BOG has also authorized measures under its general hunting and trapping regulations that potentially increase the take of predicates to a degree that disrupts natural process and wildlife interactions. As part of its goal of maintaining moose, caribou, and or deer populations at their objective levels for human consumption, the BOG liberalized hunting and trapping regulations for wolves and bears, allowing controversial killing practices that wildlife advocates deem inhumane. Yeah. What the Senate did today should outrage the conscience of every animal lover in America, said Wayne Cassell, President and CEO of a Humane Society. In a press release that the bill passed the Senate on March 21st, the passage of this bill means that we'll see wolf families killed at their dens, bears chased down by planes or suffering for hours in barbaric steel jaws trapped or snares. He also mentioned luring grizzly bears with food to get a joint blank kill and other and another uh, technique that will uh, return in the absence of the refuge bill. And HJR 69 is a Congressional Review Act uh, resolution that allows Congress to invade a federal regulation like the refugee bill rule within 60 legislative days of taking effect. The issuing agency by the ruling rule in this case uh, cannot later issue a substantially similar rule. The bill is inhumane, unsportsmanlike, and dangerous to Alaska's ecosystems. I am strongly against it, and uh, HJR 69, said Representative Peter DeFazio of Oregon, when he argued against it on the House floor in February 2017. He explained the bill is unscientific and violates the National, Alaskan National Interest Land Conservation Act, which ensures the National Wildlife Refuge conserve species and habitats and their natural diversity. Defenders of wildlife also cited that this act, along with the National Wildlife Refuge System Improvement Act, has established legal opposition to HR, HJR 69 in March, but to no avail. And the uh, Center for Biological Diversity sues Trump over this bill. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, this guy's got them. This guy's got is He is a cruel son of a well, bitch. Well, he doesn't have his priorities straight, I don't think. Yeah, he's just a cruel son of a bitch, you know. And there's uh, you know, no, no, no appreciation for wildlife or indigenous or Anything, nothing, you know. Just a crud, just a bum. All right. Um, armed Iranian ship sent packing after encounter with U.S. destroyer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, they're playing, you know, the, the Iranians are playing uh, uh, stare down, you know. Mm -hmm. A Persian Gulf has seen the plenty of conflict and events in that region could bring even more tension if a recent altercation between an Iranian ship and the U.S. Navy is an indication. On Monday, an Iranian Revolutionary Guard fast attack craft approached the U.S. guided missile destroyer and came within a thousand yards of the American vessel. A thousand yards is ten football fields. It's pretty far away. And uh, information about the incident 
has not released by the been released by the Navy until the following day. According to Fox News, the Iranian attack ship had its weapons manned and ready uh, in response to the encroaching threat, and USS Man uh, manned Mahan manned its own uh, weapons and fired off warning flares. So that's good. This is a really interesting uh, uh, article, and it's about four minutes long, but uh, it's, it's important to learn uh, to, to hear, because this guy saves, uh, he's, he, he lives in Maine, but he saves seeds, he's a, he's, he's a seed saver, and, and you, you know, DNA. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And he's saying that 90% of the of the uh, 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 seeds, mm-hmm. the parent seeds are gone. Mm-hmm. They're extinct, okay, for vegetables, all right? You know that? In the United States. And uh, they've just been, um, you know, uh, gone. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let me, let me uh, put this, because I, I think it's important that you hear this. I don't know if I can get it. Uh, Republicans exempt their own insurance from their latest health care proposal. What do you think of that? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's not good enough for the Republicans. Their own <laughs> bill isn't good enough for them. No. After Vox, you want to read that? Uh, After, well, can't get there. Republican legislators want to keep popular Obamacare provisions for themselves and their staff. After Vox reported the story Tuesday, Representative Tom MacArthur released a statement saying he would close this loophole. Read the story here. House Republicans appear to have included a provision that exempts members of Congress and their staff from the latest health care plan. The new Republican amendment introduced Tuesday night would allow states to waive out of Obamacare's ban on pre-existing conditions This means that insurers would once again, under certain circumstances, charge sick people higher premiums than healthy people. But not the Republican Party. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Republican legislators like this policy well enough to offer it to a new new amendment. Uh, They do not, however, seem to like it enough to have it applied to themselves and their staff. And a spokesperson for Representative Tom MacArthur, Republican from New Jersey, who authorized this amendment, confirmed this was the case. Members of Congress and their staff would get the guarantee of keeping these Obama regulations. (laughs) Healthcare expert Tim uh, Jones flagged this particular issue. And it goes on. 
was, but you know, the, the, this is the hypocrisy of this of this damn Republican Party, just the, oh yeah, and Democratic Party too. You know what I mean? Mhm. It's just just ridiculous. Really damn ridiculous. And I wanted to play that. Oh yeah. Uh, Trump just uh, acknowledged, announced an executive order to sell off national the national monuments. Isn't that amazing, Lil? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and good God. And yet another rebuff to the threat of global warming. President Trump is expected to sign an executive order by Wednesday, uh, that's today, requiring the Interior Department to review the designation of national monuments in Utah made by President Obama and President Clinton using a 101-year-old law that allows the president to set aside federal lands without the approval of Congress. The law passed in 1906 is called the Antique Putties uh, Act, and since it was passed, no president has ever completely rescinded a designation by a prior president. After a review, Trump could also shrink the size of the designated area instead of eliminating it completely. The Trump uh, target of Trump's order. No, I don't. Sorry, folks. Um, the other. Tar- uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, uh, this this site skipped on me. Um, Designation of bears has been opposed by a mining company. Designation of bear eyes, which is the Obama bill, was opposed by mining companies, developers who want to free, uh, be free to do the business in the area not protected. Senator Orrin Hatch of Utah, Republican, who thinks to seniority is one of the most powerful politicians in Washington, D.C., including chairing the Senate Finance Committee, visited the area near Bears Ears uh, since uh, last year and uh, reinstated, uh, restated his opposition according to the Salt Lake City Tribune, which first reported the story of Trump's plans. For years, Hatch said in a statement released last night, I have fought every step of the way to ensure that our lands are managed by Utah's, Utahns, 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 okay, who uh, know them uh, vast and cherish them deeply. That's why I'm committed to rolling back the egregious abuse of antiques, antiquities acts to serve far left interest, uh, special interest. Um, I said he has been lobbying Trump about these concerns during private meetings in the Oval Office for the last hundred days to ensure that this issue is a priority on the president's agenda. So he wants out of that too. Well, anyway, that's okay. We'll just move along. But it's just another, you know, just another, um, how can I say this? Just another sign of of his contempt for, you know, for all that's uh, environmental and protective and, you know,
the judge who blocked uh, Trump's sanctuary city or bund- uh, order bundled $200,000 for Obama. That's right, he was an Obama uh, appointee. All right. The federal judge William Oreck III, who on Tuesday blocked President Trump's order to withhold federal funds from sanctuary cities, uh, reportedly bundled hundreds of thousands of dollars for President Barack Obama. Oreck of the North District of California issued an injunction against the Trump administration after the city of San Francisco and county of Santa Clara sued over the president's plan to withhold federal funds from municipalities that harbor illegal immigrants. Um, and uh, Fox News reported that the uh, ruling from U.S. District Judge William Oreck uh, third in San Francisco uh, said that Trump's order targeted broad categories of federal funding for his sanctuary governments and that plaintiffs um, challenging the order were likely to succeed in providing it's unconstitutional. The decision will block the measure for now while the federal lawsuit works its way through the courts. And the news comes on the heels of the Departure of Justice uh, the Department of Justice threatening on Friday to cut off funding to eight so-called sanctuary cities unless they were able to provide proof to the federal government they were looking weren't looking the other way when it came to undocumented immigrants. The same judge issued a restraining order in 2015 against the advocacy group responsible for undercover videos purporting to show Planned Parenthood employees plotting to sell babies' organs. At the time, the federalists found that Oreck um, raised at least $200,000 for Obama and donated more than 30000 to the group supporting him. That's it, folks. But, uh, you know, kind of tells you how, how, how rigged the system is, you know. And uh, it, this, this, like, it, this thing is beyond the pale of hypocrisy, and it's, you know, it's uh, Al Gore is demanding $15 trillion to fight global warming. Oh, boy. I hope people aren't falling for his yeah, hope yeah. He's, again. He's, 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 like, determined to sell the world down the drain, you know. And uh, a group of, you want to read that? No. No. A group of executives who want to fight global warming has published a news report calling for countries to spend up to $600 billion a year over the next two decades to boost green energy deployment and energy efficiency equipment. The train uh, transitions, I'm sorry, the train transitions, yeah. The Energy Transition Commission uh, claims uh, additional uh, investments of 300 to 600 billion per annum to uh, not pose a major macroeconomic challenge, which, I mean, they uh, say will help the world meet the goals in the Paris Agreement. Yeah, but my God. Six hundred billion dollars, you know, they they wanted to, they want to invest, I and mean, that's that's all that's two thirds of a trillion dollars there, man. You know, I mean, where are they getting that money from? Uh, they don't say that. They just want to get it out of the taxpayer. No, anyway. So much for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Explain a little bit about the health care. Well. What health care? What are you talking about? Well, the fact that the legislators don't want it. Oh, well, we already went by that. We already 
Yeah, well, I I wanted to just reemphasize that. I mean, that it just it sort of it burns me up when they do things like that. Well, here's something I went with tonight. Oh, do you think the wall should be funded by the fourteen billion dollars seized from El Chapo? I think <laughs> so. Why don't Why don't we do that instead of going to uh, the coffers there or somebody else? Uh, let's see. The new way forward for Connecticut. <laughs> Good luck with that. Let's see what the new way forward for Connecticut is. Connecticut's dying an unnatural death. It is clear that the uncertainty coming out of Washington, D.C., coupled with the state's financial problem, is depicted in Governor, Governor Rowland's recent budget proposal. It means local leaders can't rely on the same level of financial assistance they have traditionally been available. Nor can they simply turn uh, to the property tax for help. Other property taxes are among the highest in the nation, our property taxes are, and uh, local taxpayers are already stretched way too thin. So what can be done? A lot, uh, actually, beginning with funding, finding a new way forward. And uh, that's why the report... Uh, released in uh, late January is so important. It's different. Um, it's indeed different. It contains new ideas that, if implemented, will help free towns and cities for the vagaries of state aid and harsh burden of the regressive property tax. This report provides a roadmap for municipalities to have greater control over their destinies, new decision-making authority, new source of funding, and together that would allow them to rely more on themselves and less on others. And I believe this goes into a uh, yeah, view of municipal offers, municipal tools. It's really quite an interesting thing. But um, it says, House Bill 7293 promotes shared services among municipalities by among, uh, by among other things, preventing towns from bargaining away or losing uh, through arbitration, their right to enter into service agreements, uh, Sherry, allowing uh, towns to establish uh, special service districts to perform and deliver special municipal things. And the bill would be amended uh, so that when services uh, uh, arrange, sharing arrangements affect two or more collective bargaining units, the interest of all employees affected by the new arrangement will be considered represented by either a coalition of bargaining units or a new bargaining unit, which is created to represent all employees. La, 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 la. So anyway, somebody's going to try to save Connecticut with this thing, but, you know, I thought the only thing that can save Connecticut is get rid of Malloy uh, and uh, set up a, a public bank, uh, get, rid of the, get rid of all the, the jerks, set up a public bank. Illegal cancer causing chemical found in nearly 100 shampoo brands. That's amazing, huh, folks? Yeah. So you're washing your hair with cancer causing shampoo. Lila. Okay. And what kind is that? Uh, I'm going to tell you. It's 100 shampoo brands cause cancer in your brain. You probably thought that the worst thing your shampoo could do to you is to burn your eyes. But it turns out that your shampoo could be deadly. The Center for uh, Environmental Health 
based in Oakland, California, performed a, a Sunday on, a study on shampoo and soaps and found that at least 98, uh, including a carcinogen known as uh, comade di, uh, diethamoline, uh, or comide DEA. Comide uh, DEA is a controversial ingredient found in body care items, has landed four personal care manufacturers with lawsuits in California. I remember this DEA shit uh, in, uh, many years ago. Uh, you know, quite a number of years ago we spoke about this on our show. And, uh, you know, that uh, DEA and MEA, and this stuff is still in shampoos. And, uh, you know, just, I, uh, you know, I'm careful to read the stuff on my shampoos, uh, you know, and uh, try to avoid this. But, you know, you have to look, look for DEA. Okay, which is, um, yeah, it's usually just abbreviated DEA. But if you see it, called cocamide diet handling or cocamide DEA is, uh, is another word for it, then don't buy the damn product. It causes cancer, okay, in your brain. Yeah, that's fucking brain cancer because it seeps into your head, you know. And it's really, it's really sick. Corporate America doesn't care about your health. Now, here's an easy, um, yeah, I guess they didn't include below. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff here that, that they're putting in crap. But here's an easy homemade natural shampoo. Huh. One half cup coconut milk, two-thirds cup castle soap, uh, one 10 to 15 drops essential oil of your choice, two teaspoons of almond oil or uh, olive oil, uh, half, mix together all the ingredients in the bottle and shake thoroughly. Just give it a shake before you use. Thanks to living traditionally for the recipe. So you can make your own shampoo, folks. You don't need D-I-W, straight coconut oil, pre-poo followed, <laughs> by doctor, a great option, okay. Well, you know, this tells you all, all kinds of stuff, how to make stuff and uh, what's safe. And, uh, there's, there's probably a hundred hundred uh, uh, things here that uh, can really work and, and or ones that you shouldn't work with. But uh, you can go to Real Pharmacy, that's Real, R-E-A-L, Pharmacy, that's F-A-R-M-A-C-Y dot com, okay? Again, Real Pharmacy. And there's a lot of good stuff on this on this site. You know, you want to go to it. It really is. And uh, that's about it. Okay. Oh, oh, this was a good one to end with. 35 psychiatrists just met at Yale to warn Donald Trump has a dangerous mental disease. Ah! Yeah. So... This is from the Independent. Anyway, uh, what was the disease? That was funny. Um, oh yeah, uh, this uh, person is uh, uh, convinced by the dangerousness of Mr. Trump. The work with some of the most dangerous people in our society produces direct mental health programs in prisons, he said. 
and uh, Dr. Gardner, I don't have to be an expert on dangerousness or spend 50 years studying it like I have in order to know how dangerous this man is, talking about Trump. Dr. Gardner stated in an online petition earlier this year on calling for Trump to be removed from office, with, which uh, claims that he is psychologically incapable of, of completely discharging the duties of the president. He says that the Pentagon has so far garnered more than 41,000 signatures you know, to, 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 to verify this guy is freaking crazy. Uh, well, you know what, folks? I'm going to leave it at that. You can make up your own mind you know, if he's crazy or not. And um, we'll talk to you next week. But I hope you enjoyed the show. And, uh, you know, say goodnight, Lila. Good night, folks. Have a good one.